There's a group of video game players who are considered gluttons for punishment, and you'll have to consider the two people on this episode numbered among them. Welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the RPG podcast that has spent as much time seeking in-game bonfires as real-life fire, at least for those of us enjoying another Canadian winter. This week, we return to the FromSoft catalog as we share our thoughts on Dark Souls 2, the follow-up to a game that spun out one of the most popular subgenres of the last decade. Joining me is the man whose backlog-clearing efforts are the reason we're in this wonderful, maddening mess. It's Casey Gibson. Yeah, well, it's funny on the intro there with the the glutton for punishment. I, as a Jets Mets Islanders fan, I'm surprised I I didn't immediately take to the Dark Souls franchise, uh, given that. But but yes, you probably had enough. You'd probably like no. Yeah, I have in my other you know media indulging my, my sports and everything else. I I'm I'm already taking it to, on the chin a little bit too often. Yeah, every year, every year. But uh, <laughs> but yes, no, it, it's been fun. Yeah, Dark Souls too, uh, an interesting adventure. Uh, especially for me with how it how I played through it but uh but another enjoyable game I will say. Yeah, I think I think my my kind of first impression or general impression is that I I do I do really like this game. I do like the games in this series like there there's not even if even if some of the parts of these games like could be, you know, could be better, could be improved upon or or maybe when you compare them together you're like, "Oh, I didn't love this area as much or I didn't love, you know, the the, the back half of this game." Uh, compared to the previous one or something. Uh, I, I still think it's a good one. Um, uh, I think uh, I really want to talk about like the individual areas, especially like the starting area, uh, Majula compared to Firelink Shrine. I think that mm. that's probably a good place for us to start in a couple of minutes. Um, it's, been a, it's been a minute since we did the first Dark Souls episode. So I'm kind of kind of curious about like where 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 were you where's what's your trajectory from this like are you planning to play all of the games like is it just the dark souls games like where what's what's your plan for uh the rest of the FromSoft catalog uh no i i plan on playing through ideally all of them so mm-hmm. um i've got the trilogy so i've got you know dark souls 3 already in-house as well as elden ring um so i so pretty much right it's we're filming or filming this uh recording this uh end of january mm-hmm. uh so we've got right final fantasy 7 obviously rebirth coming up next month so my game plan is I- i'm working on a few games i probably won't start dark start dark souls 3 until after final fantasy 7 um so a little bit of a, a time gap but i, I want to give it the proper time like i don't want to be you know in the middle of three and then all of a sudden um you know rebirth comes out and i forget about it or something oh yeah like if you start something and i'm the same boat like if you start something before rebirth you're gonna probably forget all of that by the time Mm -hmm. you get back to it so you definitely don't want to start anything big or a game like dark souls 3 or any of the dark souls games where you really do want to remember where things are where you have to go there's not you know no not a lot of signposting or maps or anything like that to figure out where to go next or to even kind of chart your progress is pretty tough in these games sometimes so um, and, and that I, sort of happened with me with this game uh, mm. because, you know, I started it. I was playing. I, I, you know, I think I probably was about halfway through the game. Uh, then I had had a baby um, and that, you know, I didn't play for like a month and a half. <laughs> and then I jumped back in and it was tough. Like you said, there's no real way to, to know exactly where you were. And especially mm-hmm. with this game, like you could definitely do bosses in different orders and stuff. So it's not like you could just be like, oh, yeah, this was the last boss I fought. And then, you know, where. Um, so actually, when I started back up, uh, I, I played, I think it was about 45 minutes to an hour, like running around trying to regain my my bearings of where I was. And then I finally found like, oh, OK, this is where I'm supposed to be going. Um, but yeah, yeah, but I, I do. I, I'll play three next. Um, and then after that, I don't know if like I've got Elden Ring, obviously, um, but I do want to play. I've played a little Bloodborne when it came out, but I never finished it. But I'm sort of hoping for that 60 frames remake at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but or Sekiro, I know that one's really tough. Uh, so at, after three, I'm a little open on which direction I, I'll be like going. But I do mm-hmm. plan on playing them all. 
it would be it would be wonderful if you getting into Elden Ring um, coincided with the release of the Elden Ring DLC, which I do believe is coming this year. I don't, I can't remember um, if that all the hype will be anything, but yeah, there's gonna be a lot of hype. Everyone's gonna be talking about it again, so it'd be a perfect time for you to get into that game when it's in the zeitgeist and the conversation once more. Um, <laughs> and it's also uh my my reason for uh i guess wanting to be able to talk more about elden ring because uh god whatever it's always a pleasure I, yeah. I i did a quick search here i, I the shadow of the uh, Erd tree dlc yep. may have had its uh uh release date leaked Uh-oh. by a limited edition extra xbox and thrustmaster controller potentially pointing to a february 25th release no way. that'd be terrible no. timing it'd yeah. be terrible yeah no there's no way they would that's also that a sunday yeah uh, yeah i don't know that's a little uh, this is a i don't think that's of a second DLC. Yeah. yeah i mean it's just speculation obviously it could just be i hope that's not the case because then i will not be playing along <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> and half of the gaming world many because people would be. be playing final fantasy yeah no it it's it, it, it makes me think uh it would be something announced kind of in summertime uh maybe for like a fall release um it, it's it's kind of an announcement that i would have expected like at any three or a summer games fest or something like that I, r.i.p they, yeah i know exactly um but yeah i think they'd want some fanfare there but um let's let's get back into it so dark souls 2 so what um so you so you've made your way through case like let's let, let's get into it um what uh what really stands out to you about this game? Um, we'll, we'll do some comparison, obviously, with the first game that we already covered. But yeah, what 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 makes you what, when you think about Dark Souls two? Like, what are what are some of the immediate uh, kind of feelings, uh, parts of the game that really uh, kind of struck a chord with you? It's weird because like I, like I played, I started two, I think, pretty shortly after I finished one. Hmm. Um, so I was enjoying it off the bat, you know, definitely a little different. Um, like for me, I really loved how, you know, in uh, DS1, you don't get fast travel till about halfway through the game, right? Yeah, um, that's right. And, and even then, it's pretty limited. You know, it's not every single bonfire. Um, where this one, you could, right off the bat, you know, you can sort of travel to and fro. Uh, and they even show you like on that menu, right? Like sort of like, oh, like I've got the first and the fourth bonfire. So there's two more hidden somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, little hints here and there so it's not something i hate uh i mean it is convenient right like it it is nice to get around but i feel like it really helped build and and just show how interconnected the world was in dark souls one um and and the shortcuts back to Firelink, where it's like oh baby this is awesome you know uh so i miss that um that also right it's it feels like they saw how dark souls one like oh you could sort of grind you know levels out or you know you know you could sort of get through these bosses by sort of out outpowering them at some point uh where this game was felt like it was like all right we need to make this more difficult right so every time you die you lose part of your health bar you know capping at losing half your health so a lot of the time you're spending the game with literally half of your health capacity (laughs) yes exactly um, right to make a hard game even harder yeah, right. And then like enemies despawn after a certain amount of times they've died. So you can't just keep farming souls. Um, and even things like, uh, you know, in the first one, if you got to the fog door, you could click on it and it's like, OK, I'm in. I'm safe We're now. now like you're halfway through the animation and some dill pickle comes and hits you from the back and then all of a sudden yeah. it cancels it out. Um, so you can't really just cheese cert- like certain rooms like, oh, let me just sort of get them over here and I'll get in the door real quick, um, you know. Because you could still get hit. So. Yeah, harder to do like a little rope a dope, bring around the ring around the rosy, and then yep. just and just head in right where you're supposed to go. You do have to maybe clear a path or be a little bit smarter about it. Yeah, so it seems like they definitely took like a a, a conscious decision to like try and make this more difficult. Um, and it's funny because I think you know in certain areas it succeeds. You get far less Estus flasks, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could really pimp out those bonfires in the first game. Um, and like, oh, I, I have 20 flasks. Like, there's no way I'm going to lose to this boss, that's you know? That's right, that's right. Um, so this game, right, it's a little different. Like, you, you only get a handful of them. I think I think I had like eight or mm. something, give or take. Eight or that nine, right. eight. 
uh, when I when I finished the game. So, you know, a little bit different. I, and I, honestly, I, I don't even mind the Estes. When you have 20 of them, it's sort of crazy, you know? No, so I, I, I actually sort of like the Estes flask uh, situation in this game because essentially you find those items, right? Uh, I forget exactly what the they're called. The life gems? Or are you yeah. About, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. The ones that upgrade your flask. Oh, sorry. Um, they make it more, yeah, make it stronger. They, I don't remember what they give, called, yeah. And then, like, it just gives you an extra use also there's that item so it's like when you found one of those it was like 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 nothing felt better than finding one of those like oh i'm gonna get another Mm -hmm. estes flask you know use it's like like leveling up in an rpg right like or in a standard rpg obviously leveling up in progression is different in dark souls but this is one where you can find items and that does feel like a huge amount of or or even just unlock parts of a map unlock bonfires it it feels like a significant step of progression i think that's Mm. one of the parts that makes dark souls so compelling is that the way it does progression is a, a lot about kind of itemization and and environment the, the map opening up to you that feels like you are becoming stronger because you have more awareness and, and more survivability yeah no it's it, it's weird because at a certain point in even a normal rpg right like leveling up is nice but it doesn't give you that that real good feeling it's like oh, okay like i'm gonna be a little bit stronger um and i guess it depends on on the specific game, right? Because yeah, yeah, know, some of them like, like you don't games. you don't feel the level up as much, right? Like yeah, this one like, you definitely when you get stronger, you 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 do feel it, especially. But again, it's more about maybe your items getting better at this game as opposed to your stats going up. Yeah, like Final Fantasy sixteen, right? Like it was like that was the least. In- oh, cool! I leveled up, and all of my stats went up the same exact. You know, t- yeah, like, you don't ticks. you don't notice it at um, all. <laughs> True. You know, and then like certain games, like I can even like Diablo 2, right? Like certain items uh, require level, uh, you know, have a level requirement, you know, mm-hmm. so that always felt good to certain certainly get to that point. Where yeah, you, you hit that, you item. hit that level, you hit that or that stat requirement over and then you put on the item and you're like, oh, now I'm a badass. Like I, I really do notice that whether the item has like effects to it or whatever, but you do feel that much more uh, potent. Yeah. So they they definitely do a great great job with that. Um and I guess just overall like there were definitely some bosses that were pretty tough. Um yeah. but like I mean obviously you, people listening to this we're going to be talking spoilers. So um Yeah, we're going <laughs> we're, we're re- literally reading like off a that. list of bosses. We, we yeah. have the list in front of us. <laughs> well, like the I like the final boss, I really um didn't think she was all that tough you know mm-hmm. what i mean like especially compared to um uh that the first game you know what i mean like yeah it was like oh like this was it you know mm-hmm. so like not not a complete letdown or anything but um so how do you nash nashandra nash nashandria nashandria I'm nashandria trying to, i'm trying to find the spelling here <laughs> n-a-s-h-a-n-d-r-a Nash- nashandria? I think, yeah i think it's I'm nashandra so or Nash- maybe nashandra yeah um yeah i don't know I, I just i guess it felt pretty anticlimactic to mm-hmm. fight her um i mean she was cool like visually and the fight was fun you know but it was like i remember the first game took me like a bajillion tries and this one i felt like really really didn't take all that many um yeah, but it's, yeah, it's I mean, at least at least she's a little bit more larger than life. Like I, I find it when you're fighting an enemy, a boss like the final boss, and they're kind of like the same size, closer to the same size as you. It's like, oh, like it reminds me a little bit of the um, the Shadow Link fight in, in Link's Adventure, mm. um, where it's like, OK, this is the final test. Like, what, what, what about the big, the big, huge boss? Like, I, I, I kind of like the later Zelda games where like the final boss, Ganon's like huge, they give yeah. a Ganon fight, like. He's like this giant imposing figure. And I guess you you already do a lot of that in Dark Souls games where you do fight the larger than life guys that when you get to the final boss, they kind of want to bring it back down to, to scale to, it down yeah. to scale it down or like make it like a, a similar kind of perspective, like a, like a mirror kind of fight, you know. So I, 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 I do like the design. I think she looks really cool. Um, I don't remember kind of the specifics of the fight too much, but just kind of being reminded of the the setting that you're in and, and what she looks like. I, I think it is a really interesting design, but maybe this is a game where there are uh, some really difficult parts leading up to this uh, fight that, uh, that maybe they give you a little bit of a break when you actually get there. Yeah. 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 Oh, you've, yeah, you've done, you've done the tough part. Uh, here's yeah. the, the victory lap, but That's it's funny. Right. You mentioned the, the scale of the enemies because 
I'm playing Octopath Traveler 2 right now, course, right? Yeah. And I love just even it's like, you know, you're talking to this person and you're both the same sprite size like on the world map and then you go into the battle and they're just ginormous, you know, yeah, like it's so and it's funny. it's just so good. I I love that. I mean that that contrast is just is just hilarious, right? Like that you have no idea what what they're going to look like. And I, I love the art. I love the artwork on those, those uh, boss sprites though. And then even the, even the generic enemy fights, like they're all really detailed and, and again, you don't know what to expect when you're talking to someone, you know, they look the same as me. Um, you're used to these kind of like 2d sprites from like a final fantasy six or something. And then they morph into this just crazy uh, exaggeration of what their character is. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, love it. Yeah. Like you, it's like their whatever their cardinal sin is, that's going to be like the way the artist kind of imagines them when, when they, when they transform. But yeah, I'm, I, I want to talk about some of the specific areas. Um, some, maybe some of the areas we liked or didn't like as much. I mean, it's probably worth starting off with the forest of fallen giants, which is basically the beginning area. And it's not an easy one. Like that, that first little area, when you kind of, you're going by the river and you meet like those, they're not el- like elephant looking creatures, you know, and, and then the, the additional kind of smaller guys with the, short swords and stuff um it's it's not easy to get from you get to you go through majula which is the starting hub area you know where um you do your leveling up uh you meet um what, what's what's her name the um oh, the emerald um herald of emerald herald i believe something like that yeah uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, and, yeah i think it i know it's something like that but it might be let's see yeah no it's it's just emerald herald i wasn't okay. sure it was like the herald you know of emerald or some yeah, and then and then of course you've got uh, shortly thereafter you unlock the you get a key and you unlock the um, uh, the blacksmith. He's right he's basically right there by the first mm-hmm. bonfire that you come across. Um, and then there's a, a couple of merchants there and uh, a lot of it's, it is a, a more the ladder spread out, salesman. <laughs> this right, yeah. I mean, you didn't you didn't kill that person the first time you saw them and steal all their <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it is a so Majula is kind of an interesting space. We'll talk more about that later. But Forest of Fallen Giants. Um, I just found that that initial kind of five ten minutes that you can be there, like with it going even going up to the, the the tree area where all the items are, and you first meet one of those silver knights. It's a really tricky opening space compared to. Um, uh, what's the what's the opening one in um, the, the insane asylum or whatever Un- undead or, Berg, or right is it undead yeah. Berg? oh oh that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's what i'm thinking i'm just trying to compare or those two like, opening yeah, spaces then it moves undead into- parish yeah yeah one of those um but yeah just just kind of thinking of them side by side i find that uh force of fallen giants the basic enemies and the just getting around in that first little part that you're playing is pretty tricky um until you've maybe put on a little bit of meat or grabbed a couple of items or something like that. I think there you can get a fire sword pretty quickly. I ended up using that uh, for the beginning part of my playthrough. That was helpful to have that elemental attack. Um, And then the funny thing is about Forest Fallen Giants, you you find that the first boss there, and it's pretty easy, Last Giant, uh, the tall, thin guy, um, Mm -hmm. kind of just tries to stomp you the whole time. You just stay behind his foot and you're pretty much good. But then you have the contrast between the last giant and if you go to the top of uh, this area, you find the pursuer who, if you don't cheese him, that's a damn tough fight to get through, right? If you're not using the, the two ballistas to, to take down half his health per shot. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, a little OP on that. <laughs> yeah, what did you think of this kind of in- introduction to back to Dark Souls, I guess, or back to the game? Well, I guess, like I said, I'd come right off you know dark souls one so i almost felt like sort of already you know greased up and ready to go like you know i feel like these games especially uh it it took me a second after you know my mid-game hiatus um to get back into the swing of things a little bit but i felt you know going one to two like i feel like the gameplay you know translates pretty similarly right like i don't think the the core mechanics are all that different um at, at least how it plays and and I, I grabbed that the halberd is what oh, I yes. went with halberd, this yeah. one. Um, and then eventually I got the Black Knight halberd. I forget. I think I got it in the chest um, somewhere mm. in the woods or something. I forget exactly where. Uh, but yeah, that one has the elemental damage to it. So that's, I, I, yeah, that's great. It's, it's always, nice to have that helpful. mix of physical and elemental. Yeah. Um, yeah then you, you, you feel like out. you you know whatever enemies you come across you're you're probably you're going to do some damage at least and you're not you're not hopeless you know 
Yeah, and I feel like in these games, I tend to go like a big old boy weapon, right? Like, I'd rather like, oh, I'm not going to get like a, a million hits on you. But when I do get a hit on you, it's going to count. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of tend to lean that way. And and I every time I'm like, maybe I should try like a faster sword, like, you know, because I, I enjoy rolling and dodging and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I always end up with the big boys. But but yeah, no, I, I thought the areas like it's cool. I mean, I like the visuals of it. Like you said, I think the bosses are, you know, like you said, they sort of ease it into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's funny because like the next area, right. That Heidi, Heidi's tower of flame, Heidi's tower, Heidi's tower of yeah. flame. Uh, I really, like, I wrote that down as one of my, my, like, I like that more than the opening area. Like after I got out of there and then went, you know, to the, the tower of flame, it's like cool. Right. Cause you're sort of in the ocean or mm-hmm. by the ocean i don't know exactly it's um, really it, it's really reminiscent of an orlando too right? yeah like, yep. very similar and that maybe that's why i like it so much mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh, and then you know you got some pretty tough big boys um that one of those things like they're not all that tough the common enemies but they they pack a punch they and, do you know yeah, you don't you're still fresh into the game but it's funny the dragon rider i remember i was like this boss is so easy yes, but yes. it's like i've got nowhere to work with um because mm-hmm. it's like you know there's a, a ring you could get knocked out of so like there were even times where i was just like blocking and, and then i you know we get a little knockback and then i fall into the hole um it's funny i was actually watching a video just before this to just get a little refresher mm-hmm. uh, and i guess there must be a switch or something that you could That's activate right. to have the whole floor because i was like if i had done that i would have taken me two seconds to kill this boss that's of, the thing right like if you like find the hour. switch if you're, <laughs> if you're exploring the area and you find the switch and and then you make the boss fight super easy you're like oh this was a cakewalk like but you don't realize necessarily that if you don't find those switches it, it, it does become a tougher fight for for an early part of the game right so um rewarding thorough explanation uh, or explanation exploration <laughs> I, I i like i like when a game does that to you right like if you go through the whole area and you find that the switch or two and you just yeah you, you make you set up a, an easier boss fight environment there's also easy like you see all the speed runs uh the all boss speed runs and they there's an easy way to cheese them to get get them to fall in the, in that pit that you if you leave it if you don't touch the switch oh right, really you, just, you get them to do like one stab and he basically just just falls right in it's so funny um i've seen that in dark souls one uh the iron golem yeah uh, that's right Same it, kind it's of like idea. yeah you can like trip him up and then he just tumbles off the side. yeah yeah that that looks even funnier because this giant giant yeah. massive statue kind of figure doing that yeah um what are, what are some of the uh areas that uh stood out to you whether that's through visually or um just kind of how, how difficult or how maybe surprisingly easy they might have been I, don't, I, I doubt there's too many of those but um yeah um two areas that I really jumped out uh you know the the first is the the sort of last area right the I always Dranglic Drang Drangliac Drangliac castle yeah um yeah just I mean I'm a sucker for a cool looking castle. Right? It looks so awesome like, for sure. <laughs> so like that. And then um, this is right. This is with uh, the, like those frozen soldiers too. Mm, yeah. But you, I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm not thinking of a different area, right? Where they've got, um, yeah. Cause it leads to the King's passage uh, yeah. is one of the areas I think in there. Uh, but it's got like, you know, like you go in and everything's made of stone and then a couple of them come to life and they're That's like, right. yes. there's a couple of rooms where it's like, you got to go one by one because if you aggro too many of these guys, like you're just going to get absolutely They're so owned. tough. Yeah. Um, so it's like one of those that like, you really got to go very methodical and carefully. Um, but yeah, I, like again, just like a dark castle. Uh, I'm a sucker for. I mean, um, just, just just leading up to it, like leading kind of the longer path and you could just see it in the distance. You're like, oh, this is... You know, you can kind awesome. of tell it's one of those end game places. Like it has that that aura about it, I guess. And then I also really liked, I believe it's called like the gutter or the sewer area. Yeah, yeah. You go in and it's completely dark, right? Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, let me grab my torch, and then you're lighting uh, the torches, and they stay lit. So it's sort of cool. Like I. And it's weird because it feels like one of those things you, I shouldn't enjoy. But like I enjoyed going down and like lighting the the different torches, and then like oh I died or I got knocked down. Yeah. Um, and, and but like oh my torches are still lit, so I can you know I'm slowly sort of lighting up this room and seeing 
uh, sort of all the crazy and it's all like wooden stack shacks and stuff. Uh, so lots of ladders and and, you know, sort of areas that break away. But um, I mean, there's another I, another Dark Souls exploring. one reference, right? Like that's basically um, uh, what's Blight that area? Town. You just say it's Blight Town, right? Like it's like uh, without oh, the but, poison. Yeah, but but yeah, equally exactly. annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. At least this one feels a little bit shorter than the one in Dark Souls one. Yeah, and a little for more forgiving. I feel yeah. like, like I don't know. Most of the time you're encountering enemies, it'd be like sort of on like a not a super open area, but like more of like a rectangular patch to work on instead of mm-hmm. more like narrow way, like narrow dark ways in uh, what you call it in Blight Town. But and they're not and they're not super tough. The ones you fight here, like they're kind of like skeletons, or or they're a little yeah. bit slower. Like they can know. overwhelm you if you get a lot of them. But yeah, yeah, like they're not yeah. gonna hurt you too bad. If you're if you're methodical about it, it does seem a lot more manageable. This one, um, even the poison, like you can see the statues, you can take them out and, and not have to worry about that. Um, yeah. What the about boss you? fight Any... at the end of that that area is good though. The the rotten. Um, oh yep, yeah, yeah, that big boy. I, I just I just like it. I like I like his design. I like that you can chop off one of his arms you know and, and make him pretty ineffective at that point yeah he wasn't like super hard but it was a like a fun fight it is and fun. i think he yeah. was considered one of the big boys right like yes yeah he unlocked one of the primal bonfires right so i, I think right, you have yeah. to take him out to 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 get through to the to the end at some point i think that one took me a couple tries because it'd be they had those lava patches yes, um that's right around the area too so it's one of those things like you got to like toggle between locking on and, and locking off so you can mm-hmm. sort of get a better view and, and dodge. Cause like nothing worse when you're backing up and like you roll right into the lava pit. You're like, ah, God damn it. That's right. Yeah. That, that can be, that can be very frustrating. <laughs> Especially if you're even, even after you beat them, I think you need to, to explore around and collect all the items. Like I think you have to need to go near the lava pits too. So it's just, just a dangerous area uh, altogether. Um, one of the ones that stands out for me, uh, and it, it just, it, this is, I can remember this from the first time I played the game. Um, and it's the shrine of Amana, which is, um, uh, it feels like a kind of like a, a basement kind of area where you've, you've found like this underground lake pretty much. And there are kind of stone patches through the lake that you're walking through, um, and little huts to explore as well. Oh, and but those the, god dang arch uh, mages, right? Yeah. So Just I, blasting I, you from all over. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Um, I'm trying to like look up the name of these enemies, but they're basically like these kind of white sorcerers that shoot out ho- heat-seeking uh, missiles at you, right? Like these the blue the blue kind of uh, missiles that are that lock onto your character. Amana and, priestesses. Yeah, that that sounds right. Oh, those bastards like it just, what a what a difficult space like you, you can't it's pretty dark uh and the, these guys are around constantly and there's there's more of them as you get further in by the time you get close to the fog door and the boss fight like there's just some really really tricky spots you get into the water and the water slows you down so it's hard to dodge and walk around them um or even dodge the the projectiles that are coming at you and they I just try and this. entice you too with like, oh, what's that? Oh, there's an enemy oh, over there. Like, and there's way items the everywhere, path. right? Yeah, there's so many things to pick up and places to like. It but, looks but like you're like, God, I don't want to, to die. <laughs> no, yeah, it's whether like, do you want to run through? But you can't necessarily run because there's water everywhere. Like, it's just a a really tricky spot. I remember getting stuck there when I first played the game, uh, and then I, I did go back to it um, in, in the second playthrough, and I felt a little bit more manageable because I kind of knew I had a kind of a strategy of how to get through it. Um, and maybe, maybe even bring, you set up the right weapons or you bring magic or something and it, it helps you out. But you got to find yeah. the, the, the bonfire in that building. I don't know if you grabbed that one. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's off the beaten path a little bit to the right mm-hmm. or something like that. So you, you cause I was dying a that. bunch yeah. and I was like, and then you got to run back too. I was like, this sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I found <laughs> that and I was like, okay, at least if I die, it's like, I'm right here. That's right. It doesn't feel so bad. And this is about two thirds of the way through the game, maybe a little bit more. So it's not it's not like a beginning spot. It's not totally an end game spot, but it did feel like a, one of the big challenges of the game was getting through this area. Like just just not very fun. And uh, I remember watching a couple speed runs of the game and, and no no one's a fan of this area. Like it, <laughs> it's definitely a place where speed runs go to die. And um, the boss fight at the end is cool. The demon of song, like he has a, a cool design where it's, I think he's the one where he kind of has like a hood over his face and 
you, you gotta wait till he lifts up the hood and then you attack yeah, you attack his face the mouth right yeah, yeah or the face yeah. in the it's, mouth it's, it's, yeah. it's a neat it's a neat design it looks I don't almost know. like a, yeah it's like a frog almost that's right like a, yeah, yeah yeah it looks kind of froggish but then he's got the skeleton face like it's it just a just it looks neat it's a good reward for getting through this really tough area is, is, is finding this cool boss so um that that's that's an area that stood out for me for sure um mm. it, in hating it because it was difficult but then you know, one of those ones where you get through it like oh my gosh like i, I never want to come back here again <laughs> like I'm, I'm done with this forever yes um, yeah definitely visually very very cool looking totally yeah um then the other one i think it's the huntsman's cops or copes um or or harvest valley one, one of those kind of spaces um you I'm trying to think of why do I hate this one so much? I just, I just find it very, you have to go through this little valley and there's these, um, these black knights. They're, they're a little bit thinner and taller and they're just relentless. Like they're so strong. And they, they, they one of them, ha- a couple of them have whips as their, as their <laughs> weapon. Um, and they're just really, really tough. And for whatever reason, in my second playthrough, this is kind of where I stopped. I, I stopped playing. Or I, I just got so frustrated by, <laughs> by these guys. I think you eventually get to, um, I think it's the skeleton lords or the executioner's chariot. But in the chariot's a cool fight because you you have to lower the gate to uh you, you, and the, to get the chariot with the, the horse drawn chariot to stop and it like does half the damage and then you just kind of you kill the horse. It's basically like um a, a gimmick kind of fight. Mm. Uh, but once once you realize that or trying to realize that that's how you're supposed to beat it is fun. But I just found the area getting to the the skeleton lords and the executioner's chariot very very frustrating. The whole Huntsman Cops Arf's Valley space is not a. I, I, I shouldn't love it. There's like stuff. There's mm. like poison moths in the trees, and there's just really fast, <laughs> tricky enemies there. Uh, I don't know if you remember this space, Casey, at all. I, I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah, go into no, the I, I liked huts. the, the Skeleton Lord's fight, though. It was cool. Yeah. And I it, believe it, it's he, a was, one. he was another one of the big boys, right? I believe. Uh, that might be right. Yeah. Or at least it, it's around there i, I want to say he was i'm pretty sure mm. but um yeah, might yeah be one of the I, ones you have to go through i guess speaking of some of the bosses did you have any that sort of that you look back on like yeah that was one of one of my more fun fights or or yeah. maybe one that was annoying but you liked anyway <laughs> i i i like i like the belfry gargoyles because i'm like oh it's just gonna be one or two of these guys like dark and they, souls and they there's they like six yeah they just <laughs> like, keep on I'm like yeah like I, you turn around for you like defeat one you're like oh okay one more to go you turn around there's a five <laughs> like, it's it just yeah, that was a funny like heck? twist on it yeah very dark souls to give you something that you think you know and then does not they did yeah they dark souls 2 does a lot of that a lot of that like oh you you beat dark souls eh you think you're you think you're you think you're hot stuff like oh just wait and see yeah <laughs> like, we're gonna take half your life <laughs> that's right um I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Is it the the old Iron King? Is a cool one where he's the guy in lava, the big red kind of demon looking one. Yeah, he That's almost a- looks like a dragon. Yeah, like a dragon, like submerged in the lava. And then you know, I don't again, not maybe not a super easy tricky fight, fight though. I it thought. is. It is easy. It's one again. It's one of those yeah. kind of like presentation ones. It looks cool. Yeah, but definitely not necessarily tough. Yep. But that I think he's one of the uh, yeah big boys as well. You have to take him down to get to another primal bonfire. Yeah. His is really because it's like that you spawn in and you really only have like a pretty small area to work with. But it's not a lot of space. You just got to use the corner of that building. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I remember like he would jump over and sort of mess with you a little bit. But I think it took me like two tries. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, One of the ones that just uh, I remember is the the Vendrick fight where he's just the kind of slow guy with the big sword walking around the circle area. Um, And the first time you fight him, you might not realize like you have to have done something first to kind of set it up. So the first time you fight him, you're like, Oh, I'm doing like 10 damage per hit. Like what yeah. is going on here? Like my, my weapons broken or something like this that. Ain't right. Yeah. And you don't realize that you have to do like a bunch of events first to weaken him. And then you go back and it's a little bit more, more manageable. He, not, and again, he's super slow. He's really strong. Like if you get hit, you're in big trouble. But if you kind of just stay again, you stay behind him and you, you have patience. It, it, it is a very manageable fight. It's just knowing that you need to go back is like or learning that you need to go back and you kind of read you, you read the lore, you read you read between the lines a little bit and you're like, oh, I'm not you supposed read to fight the this YouTube guy video. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you check out walkthrough. You're like, oh, they're making short work of this guy. Like my weapons aren't that bad. Like I, I've upgraded everything, but you gotta go get the the souls of the giants first, I guess, right? 
Well, it's funny that same area. I think it's actually right before him is that uh, Velstad, the yes, royal right. e- Aegis. I yeah. really like him. Uh, actually, that was a uh, that was I I killed the boss, holding my baby. That was that was oh, him. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So I was is, like, there, yeah. is there a better moment as a father? Like you're you're showing <laughs> off your triumph to your your newborn child. It. Although it probably like it was pretty annoying. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yes, <I'm sure. laughs> it would have been easier not holding the baby. Um, yeah. But I feel like for me, I sort of like those generally where it is almost more like another humanoid, like, you know, he is a, a just a big knight, yeah, um, yeah. you know, with like a big mace that he swings around and he does some magic and stuff. He really wasn't too tough of a fight, to be honest. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, because I also like the looking glass knight. Yeah, yeah. I really liked I fighting him. Not only does he look super cool with that helmet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but just a fun fight. Uh, is he the I, one I, that summons like copies if you if you take too long? Yeah, he like yeah or well, brings in I, brings in help. I think he all like I think he does that. I mean, I guess maybe you can kill him before that happens. Uh, it seemed to me like that was inevitable that okay, he would summon yeah. something. But they're pretty weak, so if you just target and kill them real quick, uh, it wasn't so bad. But yeah, definitely very cool. Um, and then uh, I also really like the Throne Watcher and Throne Defender, right? The penultimate mm. bosses of yeah, uh, yeah. the They're game. Yeah, Lake Castle too. Yeah, they got to throw the the two v one, right? Is always mm-hmm. a little tricky. That's the, the, the classic uh, Dark Souls. And they got to yeah. die close to one another, right? I believe mm. that because, like, yeah, they like bring him back or something, or they I come back stronger. It. Yeah, you might be right. I forgot about that. Because I remember, like, I was like, "Oh, I'll just take this all out." Um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you think like you think generally, like in in, in a two v one, you have to take out one first. That's just kind of basic. Yeah, it is recommended strategy. you get one boss low and then work the other till it dies, so you can quickly dispatch them both. If you kill one, uh, yeah, so yeah, so boom, yeah, because like I said, I think it was like, oh, this guy seems like he's a little bit more annoying. Let me kill him first, and mm-hmm. then like you know, then I can make it easy. And then all of a sudden they came back. I was like, boom. I guess this um, is like the the closest to the Ornstein and Smog yep. fight from Dark Souls One, right? Where you not that they they revive each other or anything like that, but it's the the call that's the classic two v one there. Yep, yeah. That Again, one, one I of think them does get stronger, right? If you beat one, so there's there's that. Yeah, I think it, what I liked about this fight is it made me really um, change my approach because generally, mm. like, I don't really parry. Uh, I don't really even <laughs> yeah. block that much. Like I just I dodge and attack. You know what I mean? Is is yeah. my main thing. Well, um, but I using remember this. You you're probably not doing much pairing. Yeah. 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 So this one, I was like, well, I guess you know what? I'm going to use the shield and the one-handed halberd, and like do more poke attacks yep. than like big swings and stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought that was fun. Uh, but and, and last one, I know I've been yakking out a bunch of bosses no, here, good. but um, the uh, smelter demon. Uh, I really yeah. liked him because this was one that like it's pretty tough little like he's like inherently not all that crazy difficult. But again, it's sort of a tight area. And it's funny. I realized afterwards he's actually optional at that point. Mm. Like you didn't even need to kill him. But I'm glad I did. Uh, but it was one of those ones where like I put some time in. It was kill me. And then I got one hit away. And it was one of those just don't like. All right. Like. I could back up, dodge something, kill him, but like, you know, all of a sudden, oh my God, one more hit, just get it out of the way. And then that screws everything up. And then I spent another hour and change on him. I was like, oh God, if I just kept like cool, dude. But, but yeah, that one felt real good to kill. I mean, even, yeah, even the bosses that aren't as tough or not as memorable, uh, whether it's how they look or their patterns or anything like that. Like if you have a really close call against them they're always going to stand out to you right you're always going to remember the ones where it's like i should have died here (laughs) or i should have been more patient or or i should have healed again but instead i went for it and it worked you know what the one time out of ten that that, that strategy works (laughs) in dark souls right but it it does it always it always feels great when that happens and this is a a game that's just filled of potential for those kind of last you know last ditch effort like oh i've got no more ss charges like no more life gems. I, I just have to, you know, dodge and look for a window. It, baby. You know? Yeah, yeah, you got to clutch it out. That's right. Um, that's good. Uh, one, one more area I wanted to talk about. Um, I don't, I don't remember the specifics too much, but the dragon Ari, a, the dragon Ari, Ari, uh, basically a mountain full of dragons. <laughs> and so there's a couple of dragon bosses that you fight there: the guardian dragon and the ancient dragon. I think the ancient dragon is the, the huge one. 
where you you can kind of I don't know if it's just strategy or you just cheese him by kind of standing by his foot and you just chop you just chop his oh, foot. Oh yeah, down you, yeah, you get in down, tight. Right? You got to get in tight. Yeah. You got to get really close or else you're going to get burned to a crisp. Um, but, but that area, just with, with all the dragons and kind of the bridges that you're crossing and just being so high up in the sky, I thought it was Epic. a pretty cool space, too. Yeah. yeah um, it, it is funny how some bosses, right? It's like if you just didn't take that approach of getting close, you'd probably get hosed. Yeah. For, you know what I mean? But like if you did happen to run in tight on that first attempt or something, also like, oh, this boss wasn't too bad at all. Is, I mean, is that just something inherent in dark souls 2 compared to the first game where like i felt like there's a lot of these these bosses where the strategy is yeah get close and wait for that window and then strike when you've got an opportunity as opposed to the first game where maybe you're doing a little bit more kind of running i felt like i was just doing more running around like running around dodging like looking for to slow down you know like or i don't know more opportunities to even play at range in dark souls 1 than this game like there's not a there's a lot of tight confined spaces where you're fighting bosses in this game yeah yeah you know what it is i'm i always play melee anyway Mm, so i guess like so so my strategy always is to sort of be up close if i can um but yeah i I definitely see what you mean like i I definitely felt yeah more bosses it felt like you were cheesing it or like oh like they didn't anticipate maybe that you could just literally like hug right here and sort of (laughs) exactly you know what i mean like not really take that much damage or, or like maybe you might get hit and like take a lot of damage, but then you can like heal up and get back close again and like sure. sort of feel safe for a while. Um, like how, how hard is this game as a, a, a caster class? Like, and not of, not a yeah. pyromancer, but like a, you know, if you're using like the longer charge up spells, cause this is a tough case. It's a tougher game. I don't know, but I'm sure yeah. I played as a pyromancer before and, and the, the clothes, their close range magic, close range magic is uh, maybe easier to use here, but if you're, still, if you're kind of charging up rockets or, or um, the, the the more missile projectiles ones, might, might be a tougher tougher go of it. I still have never used magic in a Dark Souls game. I know, I know. I, I, I think I my first time try. on when this when I very I played for a little tiny bit with the Switch. I think I did one to try and have like an extra heal or something. Sure. But other, now I've I'm just a pure melee boy. Yeah. Give me a big yeah, sword I, or help. I, I mean, I can axe. keep encouraging you to do like um, a paladin cleric type class because you do again you get the melee but then you get the healing spells and potentially some damaging stuff too you, you do get the best of both and i that's that was always my my go-to was the cleric um just for the extra survivability um so we, one of these games we got to get you to, to, to try a little bit of a I little know, bit of magic it's i fall into my old habit see what i, know, I mean i'm I like know. oh let me try this sword. and then all of a sudden it's like oh baby did that guy just drop a great sword you know like that's oh, right that's right give me that thing and um, you, and you, you'd feel bad if you didn't have the stats for it because you were <laughs> you were prioritizing something else. Well, it is nice with in Dark Souls too, right? Um, you get I oh I forget what the item is called, but you can essentially go back and reset all your souls nice and easy okay. at yeah. the Twix uh, the things betwixt, right? Mm. Uh, shoot, what are those called? They're not the human e- effigies, not human right? Effigy, no. That's you use you, that to regain you, your you your, your health life back. back or your yeah your life back. Um, oh gosh i forgot it's another well oh the soul vessel right that sounds right I think, yeah, yeah soul vessel soul, yeah, and there's there's yeah. multiple you can you can pick up uh yeah, a number you of those items so you can go respec which mm-hmm. is actually it'd be interesting to like go back respec and like oh i could play like a caster at like a higher level um I mean, that's, that's kind of what I did with Elden Ring. Like, there's actually a, a character in the game. Um, I don't know if you have to defeat them first, but there's a, one of the major bosses. I think once you take them out, you can respec with them. And uh, I, I did that just to try out some new new weapons at the end of the game. Um, and so it, it it is fun to kind of finish the game or make your way through a big part of it. And be like, okay, like it was fun playing as this class. I don't necessarily want to start over from the beginning. But I'll just like go and mess around, um, and yeah, just kind of trying out magic and seeing how that seeing how that feels in these games. Yeah, that could be a a thing to try even before we start uh, the third or before you start the third game uh, in earnest. Like, just go back to one or two and be like, okay, I'm gonna respec, go full like intelligence or or whatever, and just just use, see what use, try like. out some of the items I've picked because surely you've picked up a bunch of spells and um, and and staves and stuff like that, rods to cast them with. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that or I honestly I would um 
like having now played a couple of these, like I would like to at some point probably go play Dark Souls one again. Mm-hmm. And maybe that would be like and, and not any time before we I make no, no yeah, the other ones. But eventually time, yeah. I will play Dark Souls one again because like I don't know, like it, it can't be understated how much I love that game. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Uh, having just played it first time in 2023 and it's like moved like, like it is i just look back so fondly at that it game. still so, it still holds up incredibly well um yeah and it's actually fun i watched like you said i watched a speed run of them where they blast through it and it's just yeah. like cool to be like oh man i remember i had trouble with that boss and that guy's like if you just do this and he's dead i know like, i know oh. it's like it's how <laughs> they're so they seem so simple like it just you, you stand in this one spot and you do this one thing and that that's the solution yeah um, this game isn't hard um, the, but yeah but yeah <laughs> playing playing more of these games i'm, I'm con- just constantly reminded of how fun they are to watch it's fun to watch someone play these games like they're, they're just the way everything unfolds and, and the skill that you can kind of display uh, and all the tricks and just understanding the world, all that stuff. It's fun to watch someone play it, whether that's a speed run or just a playthrough. I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy going, uh, going back to those videos on YouTube. Um, I wanted to ask one thing about, um, did, did you try any of the DLC in Dark Souls 2? Um, Which is built not, into the Scholar of the First Sin edition. Not intentionally. Okay. Like okay, if so I ran have... into any of it, like because yeah. right, I believe, um, it was like the Shrine of Winter. That I sounds, be- that sounds right. Like I, because I unlocked that and I went in there. Okay. And it was it just made it pretty much seem like it was like a comeback later kind of situation. Sure. Um, yeah, you can tell like oh I can do this now, but I maybe don't need to or shouldn't be here yet. Yeah, in Scholar of the First Sin, um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely like there was maybe I'm pretty sure it was the Shrine of Winter, but it was one of those shrines where it's yeah, like I opened it, got in there, and it was just essentially like like oh yeah, we're just like I'll this is like something for later for sure. Yeah, every, everything's um, covered in snow. I'm like, well, this is a, a departure from <laughs> the other places I've been to. So maybe, uh, what maybe later. was really cool, and it uh, I forget exactly the name of it, but I like I was in the one area and you went up there and this lady was trapped in a cage mm. with like this weird i forget what the door was called but it was like essentially like a like a like a living locked door thing okay okay um and then you get the key and you go back and it like like a really cool like little cutscene and like the door dies and opens and i think that's actually where you get one of the things that uh, increases your estes flasks mm, um sure i'm doing a really bad job of explaining no, it, it's great. Like this is this is how I think these games are so um, obtuse sometimes that this is the way that we kind of digest them and tell stories about them. It's like, do you remember that thing? And it has the sword and it's green. I'm like, oh, of course that guy. Like that, that, you don't you never you don't really remember the name. You remember kind of a little bit Just, of what yeah, they looked like, what they did, maybe bit. right, or how how many times you died to them or something like that. Let's see. I'm trying to look. the. Well, it's all right. Oh. While you're while you're getting it, if you find it, that, that's great. But I, what, I, there was one part of the DLC I wanted to bring up, um, and I, there's a boss in that frozen area that um, I, I don't know that it always appears this way, but it can one you can fight it one way such that you don't actually see it; it's actually invisible, and you can only go by like the snow kind of falling oh, on the footsteps. it. Yeah, or the footsteps or something like that. So just just remember this being the first time I encountered this. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Like, why? You've already, the difficulty of this game is very high. (laughs) When I can see them, it's already high. Like, let alone the the fight being against some invisible character, right? It's like, yeah, good luck. Yeah, no kidding. So I I think it's like this giant kind of uh, cat or dog-like beast. It's the the king's pet, I think is, uh, Ava the king's pet, I think is who, who I'm referring to. Um, and yeah, I guess the, the first time I encountered it, uh, I couldn't see it. But I think there is a way to f- do that fight where you do see them. Unless I'm thinking there's a sequel fight and that's the one that you see. But uh, yeah, a pretty tricky part of the DLC. And I think that it might might even be early on if you start with that uh, that particular DLC area. Yeah, because like, uh, there was something similar, I believe, in Dark Souls 1, right? Where the, one of the bosses you can't see, but you can only see their footprints. That might she, be right, yeah. Because that, yeah, because I I didn't do this this Ava fight, like you said, that's DLC. I think um, the one you're talking about that might be a DLC fight as well in Dark Souls One. 
really okay so then maybe i did some of the dlc in dark souls you might have just stumbled upon it like you might have just been an area like again these areas are all connected it's not like you're now entering dlc like you, you don't yeah, know like yeah. it's just part just because the, the way go they to the main the menu of the game it's like dlc start you know like, <laughs> that's right yeah get ready this is new content you might not have seen this before like you're literally just going into a door or a mirror that happens to be open now yeah, yeah which is which cool. is funny like if you if you played any of these games at when they launched versus like when in, in the various re-releases that happened in the dlc like the the kind of ultimate editions that are all available now right if you buy dark souls one or two you're getting all everything bundled in and so it's a different experience but not just that like something about the speed runs like they'll talk about oh i'm playing on this patch or this this trick doesn't work i can't you can't break through the walls on patch 10 you can't you had to be on the original patch i i think that it just it's just funny to hear people talk about that like these games change like it, this isn't like an nes game that's the same whenever you play the cartridge these more modern games like they're constantly evolving and so to have a way to play these games on a on a particular patch especially the dark souls games where certain tricks work or certain ones don't I, it's just kind of a little bit fascinating to me. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I love hearing speedrunners talk about the differences between patches and what works and what doesn't, and how the developers made a made a choice. Oh, we're going to take this this glitch out of the game because it's it's, it's literally yeah, it's breaking broken. the game, right? Like it's funny to hear, or or just nerfing the items or changing the items and the weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's cool um, to think about. Yeah, how games evolve like that. I think that's what's really interesting about mmos right it's just I'm how sure, yeah like there it is there is literally a time and place that a, that game played a specific way you know um and that's what's also funny like obviously now like you know you see like old school runescape and like classic wow and stuff like yeah. going back to those roots but before that i don't know how privy you are to to the private server scene but there are not like, much so i but i'd so love to hear about like, it they were literally like, you know, like World of Warcraft uh, vanilla, right? The very first mm -hmm. war, like when it first came out, no expansions. Like they'd have private servers where people made a version of that game and like they've recreated it to the best of their ability. And like they would go look at old, uh, like ThoughtBot was um, like a, a website where a lot of people like theory crafting and stuff. So yeah. like they'll go back to like the comments from 05 talking about, like, oh, this does this much damage, you know what I mean? And, like, so, like, it isn't a, an exact replica to what it was, but, like, like they did as good a job as they could, and, like, it just, there was, like, private servers for Wrath of the Lich King expansion for this. So just, like, and I'm sure it's probably similar for other RPGs out there mm -hmm. or other MMOs that, um, you know, sort of have, like, those places in time. So, yeah, it's interesting, too, like, speedrunners yeah we play on this patch you know because of this mm -hmm. that and the other thing um, like mmos that kind of makes sense that like people would want to preserve something that inherently just changes and is gone right but but there but there there are rpgs like dark souls where they these are getting patched over time too even though they're not necessarily online games this this can you know we, we know that dark souls the series it has a lot of online functionality right like whether you're getting the messages or summoning friends to come and help you and stuff like that and i and i, I was still doing i was still on my uh still kind of my my trajectory of summoning summoning fight i, I always love summoning i helped help to uh, get me through especially my second time or second or third time going through the game like i'll try a lot of the bosses you know by myself and you know if, if i've dying like yeah, multiple times time. I'll, I'll get i'll get some help and I, i've done this I, before I, that's right exactly <laughs> and um there is there is something that i i miss about playing these games like with other people like i think i think the dark souls experience like you can you can say like oh it's not not traditional dark souls if you play it with a friend but i think doing these games multiplayer and I, the first time i went through this game i would have done this with with my brother or with a, with a, co a colleague from work even um, just going through some of these boss fights and areas with another person, it, it does kind of change the experience in some fun ways. And I, I, I do miss having more opportunities to do that. And it's harder now, you know, and, you know, having kids and everything like that. Getting it's older, just yeah. getting older. It's hard to get everybody together for stuff like that. But um, there's just so many ways to enjoy games like Dark Souls 2 that, that that's kind of what I keep coming back to or keep thinking about is you do kind of choose your own adventure 
in these games and that's it is it is a really nice feature of them yeah it like you said in what's cool about the you know own adventure is yeah everyone's playthrough is going to be i mean sure i'm i'm sure there's paths that make more sense or the game maybe pushes you generally in a, a direction but mm-hmm. each person right yeah i played this boss first or second and and you went a different direction yeah um, it's always sort of cool and yeah that would be cool. Hopefully, like we were talking about before with Elden Ring, hopefully it doesn't come out around freaking Final <laughs> no way, Fantasy VII please, Rebirth, no um, because it would be cool uh, to get to the yeah the zeitgeist right playing it while everyone else is sort of playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I haven't really watched any streamers like I <clears throat> like I said, I've seen some speedruns and stuff, but some of the big streamers you'll see like oh it's my first playthrough and like yeah. people get excited because it's like yeah like oh we get to watch this person make the mistakes right of right of, and you uh, kind of know you, know you that, kind of know what's coming and they don't and there's yeah. that that uh that feeling of like oh you just wait you're gonna see like that that's a it yeah. is kind of a oh, satisfying feeling no right? yeah yeah um what, what we really need to do is we need to time it so that you're playing elden ring um just before the dlc and you just roll right into it right into like that it, would yeah. that would be ideal right that you your, your elden ring experience is kind of capped off by whatever this new content is and then we're all kind of starting it at the same time you're going into it like that that would be the perfection if we if we can pull it off if your schedule allows and uh the the, the release date if they're kind <laughs> yes i know exactly do you, I, do you know how many hours you put in elden ring like because uh, i know it could be you know triple digits uh pretty yeah, easily like, i'm i'm just i'm not a guy that does the hundred hour thing in games i really don't i think the closest i might have come in the last like decade is like xenoblade x like Xenoblade X, I think I did put in like 90 plus hours. Yeah, I um, think I was like 92 or something. That yeah, game was yeah, I was right, ar- right around there. Um, but I played that game over a number of months. Like I, I kind of put it down. I came back slow to it. Burned I, it. Yeah, I did slow burn it for sure. Um, Elden Ring, there was no slow burn whatsoever. <laughs> that was just constant every wow. day. Get home from work or, you know, do whatever. Uh, and then I'm playing that game all night. Like I the the longest probably the longest gaming sessions i've had you know as a as a 30 year old um but uh i'm thinking somewhere in like the 70 to 80 range for me for elden ring um and that that includes me going back and like um i tried to i I was kind of going for the platinum a little bit i'm like oh i want to take out all the bosses because every boss most of the major bosses were associated with a trophy like all these big like uh, optional dragon bosses and stuff. I'm like, oh, you don't mm. have to kill them. And I, I had never seen them before, but like you can get a trophy. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go hunt them down. Got um, <laughs> and so and that and then, you know, I got to, you know, maybe you've maybe you've heard of Melania, who's like, yeah, yeah, the just in, boss, incredibly right? tough. I, I couldn't take I couldn't beat her. She was like the last last big boss. Uh, on yeah, my I've checklist, heard. So. I've heard a very, very, very difficult boss. Oh my goodness! Yeah, just, just the absolute worst. Um, so I may, may, when you get back into it, I'll, I'll, I'll give her another shot, and I maybe try, try, try a new build or something like that. But th- there's some really cool builds you can do in that game. Some really just fun, fun weapons to pick up, and so that yeah, if if the timing works out and everything, that would just be awesome. A, a great time to revisit the game, uh, with the DLC, and I, I think people are going to be jacked about it. Like this was a game you remember when Elden Ring came out. Everybody and his dog was talking about this game, playing it. Even non non Soulsborne fans seemed to be giving it a try. Got in right? on the fun, yeah, yeah. I you mean, could, I did, you couldn't help it. I, I I got Elden Ring and played it, and then like a little bit. But like I said, I think now you know, having worked our my way through, and like I yeah. said, by the time I get to Elden Ring, I will have at least finished Dark Souls three um, to see sort of the evolution. There you go. Yeah, but but yeah, I guess you know. Uh, we're getting a little towards the end here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say, I, I don't know. I, I can rank out of the three games I've played now fully. And like I said, I played yes, a little Bloodborne. Yes, yeah, let's I hear a little it. Elden Ring. This is good. Uh, so we got Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2, and Demon Souls. I think I would put... The remake, to, to clarify. The remake, not the, yeah, the PS3. Remake. I, yeah, and I'm playing the remastered uh, original Dark Souls. But uh, yeah. I would say number one would be Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. Then I'd say Demon Souls, and then I yeah. would go Dark Souls too. Yeah, I I think we're in agreement here. Um, and I'm I'm trying to think like what games along the line are going to change this. Uh, but I I just don't remember Dark Souls three enough. I'm excited to go back to that one. But um, yeah, well, I think I've I think, heard really good things about Dark Souls three. 
I think it's good. I, I, and it's I, funny yeah. because like like I'm listening to some you know online people talk about Dark Souls stuff. They're like, don't even play Dark Souls two. It's dog water. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's I've trash. Like, yeah. Um, but it's funny. Like I like I said, it might be my least favorite, I guess, in the series so far, or like the greater Soulsborne genre, um, mm-hmm. or at, you know, from software at least. Uh, but it's still really good. Like I like it a lot, and. You know, like I said, I, I sort of had that month and a half break, and I think coming back to it was like made me realize, oh, like this game is really good still. Like it has some weird decisions, you know, uh, here and there. But like having that break, I think just made me like cemented, like yeah, I really, really like this style of game, um, and, and this game is still really good. But yeah, I would, I would put it on the bottom of those three. Yeah, and yeah, again, that's not saying it's a bad game, and I I don't think that I'm a fan of any almost any series or or genre or anything enough to say that I don't like one of the games in that series. Like I'll be like, oh, this is lesser, or compared to the other ones, I don't like it as much. But I'm not like, oh, I don't like this one, or it's a bad game or something. Like I still have fun playing Dark Souls too. Like going back to it now, I'm like, oh, there's some parts of it. I'm like, oh, this is brutal. But I'm still like overall, I'm having fun fighting the bosses and doing the same kind of exploration stuff that I that I did in, in Dark Souls and, and the Demon Souls remake for sure. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think we're we're in lockstep here. I, I agree with your order. Um, what I what I'm not sure about is how close Dark Souls one and Demon Souls are. Like I hmm. whether they're fur- further apart or 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 like one A one B. I don't know. I think I think Dark Souls is you know the clearer better one I, I i do really like love that game it's it's so so fantastic um but i haven't gone back to the demon souls remake since playing it at launch of the ps5 and there's also like the fact that like hey i just got a shiny new console and i'm playing this game that looks super legit on it uh, well you know? i was gonna say like honestly i mean the game is fun it's much easier i'd say yeah um yeah and but like honest like it is just so freaking amazing looking like yeah it's beautiful i i would love um maybe like like i know obviously they remastered dark souls one Mm -hmm. but imagine Mm -hmm. dark souls that looked like demon souls yeah exactly that'd be like the the prison of hope right is like one of the coolest places i've ever Mm -hmm. been in video games like it is just so cool looking to explore. And then like it opens up in the back end. Like that is like, like, oh, like I would I mean, love you can to tell. See... You can tell a game being designed as a showpiece for a console, right? Like they're going to prioritize the aesthetic and the presentation because like they know this game has to look good to sell, to sell more and to sell consoles, right? Like, hey, this is our big, long, one of our big launch games. Like this game has to show off every technical thing this console can do, right? Whether it's the the lack and of loading times and, and just the just the, the visual output. Uh, Honestly, the camera. Top-notch. Like yeah. I remember, uh, like zipping around like a like a not a spiral staircase, but like you know, sort of winding staircases, and I just was like running around. I was like, I can't believe this camera is just like keeping up and looking so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah like it's awesome oh like i said it's i think dark souls one is still the better game and i liked it more but like man demon souls is awesome Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah totally agree uh it'll be it'll be really fun when we get through all of these again just to kind of see what our final ranking is and whether things move up or down by comparison but uh yeah i think for the for for now for the first three yeah we're we're definitely on the same page did we do a demon soul episode dave and i did one uh definitely around when ps5 launched i don't know if you and i have talked about the game um maybe, maybe that could be once we've gone through them all depending on how we're feeling on the the subject yeah. we could because yeah. i'm pretty sure demon souls is pretty brisk in comparison uh to especially obviously to like elden ring and stuff yeah um, I, I think it is a little bit you can get through it a little bit faster um i think that might even be more true of the the remake as well um so yeah th- th- we could definitely throw it back on the list revisit it uh, maybe it, it could be a good time when we do like a final ranking just to play a little bit more of that one or something um yeah refresh it just just because that would have been the one we'd uh, gone the longest since playing so yeah that, that could be that could be part are, of our, our you, wrap up like i know obviously like uh, dark souls and stuff but like are you mm-hmm. a souls born kind of guy where like 
you're you're branching out to these other games that aren't from software but you know in the style uh, uh, like uh, example lies of p you know what i i i think about it but i wouldn't say that i am i wouldn't say that i'm like oh i'm seeking out this exact same experience from other other developers or other games um lies of p is a game i've heard really good things about um and i've thought about it a lot i think it's, it's, it's even on game pass i'm just like i but i need a time where I'm like in a mo- in the mood for this type of game. Like it's just, mm. I can't just like flip a switch and be like, oh, I'm going to play a Dark Souls game right now. It's like, you need to be yeah. in the mood for that kind of, kind of tough, uh, you know, obtuse experience where you don't always know where you're going. Where maybe more, maybe more often these days, uh, just where I am <laughs> in life, I, I need my, I need my fast travel points. I need my exclamation points. Tell me where to go. Well, that's my, nice my path and, you know? with Octopath Traveler 2. It's yeah. just like I can do a bunch of exploring, but like at the end of the day, there's like a bunch of points on the map that tell me yeah. where I should tell go, me where when, to go. at what level, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but I, yeah, I, think... <laughs> I was going to say Lies of boat. P is definitely one like I, I would like to play this, but like this might. And, and like I said, I, I'm not one where I'm dying to play every Souls like game in the world, yeah. but I think Lies of P might be on. uh might be on my list to do after I finish all these games. Good call. Yeah, um, if we're if we're audibling this series, yeah, like we could do a ranking of all the Souls games and then switch to like games in the same genre that aren't from Soft. You know, I think that'd be pretty cool. Like we know there's this the um, there's that um, indie game, um, Another Crab's Treasure. I, you've probably seen it or heard of it. I think it's coming. I think it's coming to all the platforms where it's like you're a crab underwater, but it's like a Soulsborne. Um, and, and you're like, kind of, I think you're kind of like, like switching shells yeah. and stuff like that, switching weapons. So, uh, that, that'll come out. I do, I do want to play that. Uh, I saw it at PAX last it year definitely too. Looks cute. Yeah. It looks really cute. Yeah. Um, but supposedly punishingly difficult. So that'll be fun. But yeah, no, we could do it like, a uh, an episode on this, the spinoff or, you know, a series on games in the genre that aren't from soft. That would be, that'd be interesting too. I think keep, keep, uh, keep us, uh, our schedule packed for the next eight years. Yeah. Like, like we need to do any more work on that front. Uh, maybe <laughs> at the very least we could keep a list of games that um, we we've heard about or look good and would fit that mold. And we can kind of, again, if, and if they're on game pass or, or one of the subscription services, all the better. Yeah. Nice yeah. filler games here and there. Totally. Um, I think that'll, uh, that'll be a good place for us to wrap up. Uh, so yeah, thanks to Casey for joining us for another uh, Dark Souls deep dive, Dark Souls 2 this time, uh, where we'll continue the series, you know, in the next, uh, over the next few months, definitely, uh, probably Dark Souls 3 going to be next for us uh, when yep. we get through a couple of other little games and, and then, you know, try to avoid the uh, absolute obsession that is going to be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, which we are... Uh, almost exactly a month away from at this point. Which Once is really we cool. finish the 2024 game of the year, uh, we can open, open up the schedule again. You know? yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. We can, we can finally play, you know, talk about things, other, other <laughs> video games, other media properties in our lives. Dude, I uh, can't yeah. wait. Oh my so, God. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tantalizingly close now. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that's all for us for this week. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, David and I are, are probably going to be sharing some impressions of uh, like a dragon, infinite wealth uh, next week uh, or, or soon in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Uh, And yeah, stay tuned as well in the coming months for more Dark Souls talk. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Have a a good week. Bye for now. Adios, and plenty of Final Fantasy talk. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Bye.